0: Uh, you know, Belmont had more kill attempts. They had more uh, passing to get to their big hitters, but it was uh, great defense by Providence and just a, a lot less errors. And all the way through, I thought that uh, Providence just showed themselves to be slightly better than Belmont. But not it's not taking anything away from the Braves and the season that they had. And we talked about it a couple times on the broadcast yesterday. You know, and we've said this before, but, you, you know, you go to Coach Crawl when sectional was starting – and staring down a big showdown with Angola and Loy Ball and where they were and the ma- the matches that they had lost earlier in the year, take winning a set at the state finals and being right there in it, they'd take it. In, and, a, hard, uh, in a heartbeat. And I think Coach Kroll shared that message earlier in the in the postseason about giving it your all, playing your best, and, and I think Belmont did that. And I'm not sure anybody can take anything away from, from what Belmont did yesterday.
1: So uh, looking forward to next week, uh, the uh – the Adam Central uh, Athletic Directors here, and that is a 7.30 start time on Friday. Carol has a uh, quite a drive to come make it, so uh, that regional game will be at 7.30 at the uh, airstrip. Rick Field.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for that one, and uh, it seems like kind of a, a, a redo of last year for Adam Central as we start talking about North Judson the week after and all those types of things, but for The Jets, it's taking care of business and winning a regional on Friday. We've got some injuries maybe to talk about later in the show, and hopefully uh, Adam Central can be at full strength and and
2: we can see their very best on Friday. You know, guys, Bluffton wins the sectional, and they have not won a football sectional in a long, long time, and their star running back, I believe, is uh, their 220-pounder.
0: Yes, Cruz, right? Is that his name? Oh, it's his brother, Tony says.
2: Okay, sorry about that, but that, that was still a great victory. What's that?
0: Okay, so they do have some, some definite wrestling connections. And I know uh, the week Rex decided to go on vacation and leave me with Dave for football, and we were at, uh,
1: where was that? Ivanhoe's? You were at uh, Taylor University. Taylor University. Uh, Upland, Indiana. On the
0: way back from Taylor, I was watching the Bluffton-South Adams game. And I didn't get a, a chance to see Bluffton this year, but uh, they were the real deal. And kudos to them for what they were able to accomplish and, you know, Getting rid of that much history of not being able to win a sectional title over decades and decades, it's a a cool story for them.
2: It is. You know, guys, the the weather here has been terrific this week, and it looks like it's going to hold on. Cross Creek Golf Club, right here in Decatur on US 224, now has discounted memberships for every golfer in your family. A golf membership from Cross Creek makes a very special Christmas gift, as do the 10-pass play cards available for either the Championship 18 or the Majority 9 golf gear like sweaters shirts and jackets make excellent presents as do gift certificates cross creek's pro shop is open from nine until five weather permitting call seven two four four three one six that's seven two four four three one six for more details on winter hours
0: and rex uh, you and i and aj were talking here as we were eating before the show about the wzbd schedule and we get a chance to talk to aj and try to coordinate all of our schedules My note here on our show uh, prompt says that we need to to give an overview of the WZBD wrestling schedule. (laughs) Coach Curry came in and said he wasn't sure what Adam Central's schedule looked like. I said, well, I probably know it better than you because we have tried to do our very, very best for our listeners to optimize everything that we can based on what WZBD is able to cover. And a couple of the highlights, uh, our very first broadcast that's not this show is going to be this Thursday night. And we're going to be live from downtown Decatur for the very first in the history of Adams County Wrestling outdoor event. AJ, I don't know if you remember any other event that was ever held outdoors.
2: Uh, no, we wrestle in horsehair mats, but it was indoors. Always
0: indoors. So that's going to be Thursday. And one side note to that broadcast is um, Tim Myers is trying to coordinate. Uh, with the mother nature and with the official and with all of his help to get the mats rolled out there at Madison street plaza. But to the best of my knowledge, they are shooting for somewhere around a five o'clock start. They are going to have food trucks and food vendors, perhaps soul pig and Cajun cafe and those types of things. They're going to have the mat rolled out. They're going to do the same thing that they did last year, but they're going to have a matchup at every weight. And at the end of the night, coach Myers is going to hand out those varsity singlets, the varsity warmups. He's going to hand out the JV singlets to the JV kids, and that is going to be the Belmont lineup for the very first duel and for the very first Super Duel, which is going to be at Goshen two weeks from then. And
2: that that Belmont uh, rush loss, Wawasee is coming to Belmont on a Friday night, November the 18th, and we were talking about this earlier, and this is going to cause a bit of a problem most likely because that's also football (coughs) semi-state night.
0: Yeah, and so that's November 18th. Right now the schedule says Wawasee comes to Belmont a six thirty start and if Adam Central wins against Carroll at home on on Friday they're going to be playing in a football semi-state
2: now Dane, uh, this summer it can't you be t- two places at once this summer I'll you- be at the wrestling match all right <laughs> this summer you
1: texted me and said hey we need to cover some of this uh out, wrestling outside on AstroTrip on football fields was kind of a, a big thing this summer. A lot of, a lot of people ran tournaments. Uh, you said you were at New Haven. There's a couple of places that were doing that.
0: Yeah, I was there watching Coach Curry and his Jets. So we'll talk a little bit about that when he comes back and what he thinks about wrestling outdoors. Maybe we'll see the Jets wrestling something in that uh, realm in the near future. A couple of other highlights. We are going to be broadcasting at least one duel from that Goshen Duels. And we're going to work that around a hopeful appearance for the Adams Central Jets at Lucas Oil Stadium in the 1A state title game, we're hoping, just like last year. That, uh, I believe, is the Saturday noon kickoff, if I remember right. Uh, and it is our goal to work around the Purdue basketball broadcast, because Purdue is playing in the big uh, Oregon holiday tournament. And we're going to work in whatever we can from Goshen and bring you some of those matches to give you an idea of what that Belmont team looks like, especially if We have to call off the Wawasee broadcast because of football. It'll be good to get some action for Belmont there. And then we've got a series of South Adams duels as they get ready to try to uh, stake their claim for that 1A title. And uh, not the 1A title, but the the invite for the 1A team state to join Adams Central. So we've got a couple of duels for them also as they try to uh, pick up a win against Daleville, uh, Cowan, centerville and a couple of other teams
2: and newcastle duels as well
0: yeah that's the same the same weekend so so with that we are done with our weigh-ins and we are going to bring in our guest of the night that's tony curry as soon as we come back from these messages
3: when faced with the difficult task of making arrangements for your loved one many emotions and questions arise what would they want me to do if they were here where is the money coming from how much should i spend Do they want burial or cremation? The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home can help you navigate these tough questions, make your wishes known, and allow us to make sure that your wishes are carried out. Call Ryan Hershey or Eric Zelt at 260-724-7167 to schedule an appointment today.
4: Hi, it's Jessie from Heller Nursery. If you've never been to our greenhouses, now is the time to come. We grow over 4,000 poinsettias, and it's a sight worth seeing. Heller Nursery also cuts fresh greens and makes wreaths daily for the Christmas season. Heller Nursery has a great selection of houseplants and pottery all winter long. Houseplants and gift cards make great Christmas gifts. Heller Nursery is located outside of Decatur, just off of 224. Just follow the signs. Heller Nursery opens seven days a week.
1: High School Wrestling Weekly Hosted by Double Eagle here at Cross Creek at the Double Eagle Clubhouse for Earl are along with Dan Filling. And we're joined in our first segment by Coach Tony Curry, I'm Center Flying. Justin Dane. before we get too far along, I want to put a shout-out to uh, Dave Nathan, who last week took our three-hour extravaganza and turned that into two very good podcasts that uh, he was out to put out there. He had one he separated out from the media day where we talked to a lot of coaches, and then we had the uh, our regular show that ran about an hour and 13 minutes, and uh, he was uh, good enough to get that out and out. Uh, I sent it off a couple of people, and they said it was two really good podcasts. So I, I thought it was nicely done, and I, I'm glad that Dave was able to get that put together and had it up the next day for us.
0: Yeah, and if you don't oh. find it on Indiana Matt, you know, uh, I know that Joe sometimes gets the information or he checks it, and he, he doesn't really get, you know, WZB doesn't call him and say, hey, this is here. He's just got to wait for it. So if you don't find it on Indiana Matt and you're looking for it, just Search WZBD, and you'll find it there. And we also want to give a shout-out. I know the uh, first edition of Guerrilla Radio is tomorrow night. And, of course, we would be remiss if we didn't wish our buddy Mike Reiser a happy birthday
1: today. Yeah, I saw that pop on my Facebook friends. Happy birthday, Mike. Uh, and uh, if you do look for that, it just just Google search uh, WZBD podcast, and it pops up podcast page. There's a lot of stuff on there. Um, uh, the Leaky Brothers Plumbing Heating football coaches shows are on there. Uh, Some of their stuff from last year is still there, so it's a a great place to go find your podcasts.
0: So we're joined tonight by the head coach of the Adams Central Flying Jets, Tony Curry. Welcome to the show, Coach Curry.
5: Hey, thanks for having me, guys.
0: So you were, uh, I assume, I didn't see you because I didn't make my way all the way to that side of the field. I guess I was there for for one lap. Uh, You were at Northfield on Friday? Yes, I was. It was an an interesting game. Uh, We thought we were going to be outside. And then we ended up inside. and We makes, ended up waving to those burn witness guys a couple of times. Because, makes a difference when you show up at 4:30. That's true. Of course, I sh- I strolled in right at 6:39.
5: <laughs> we tried to get there early just to get a seat because some of the visiting uh, stands aren't aren't large enough, and uh, well, the, the folks we travel with like to sit down and. Uh, when you have more
1: air. fans on the visiting side than they had on the home side, you know that's a problem for them. Yeah,
0: and we saw Mr. McCullough. He was uh, he was keeping track of all of the the fence leaners he's got a whole gang of guys who sort of line up along there and i kind of run that gauntlet each time that i go to a an away game but uh, there was a nice crowd and uh, i was pleased to see how many people were there to support them and i know there were a lot of people listening to us but i got a feeling there aren't gonna be a whole lot of people listening to us this friday because it's going to be with the weather it be a pretty big crowd in Monroe.
1: I know that uh, I was there at about 5 o'clock, and at 5.15, John Hammond and his wife and Mr. and Mrs. Hirely were at the gate waiting to get in.
5: Yeah, football team has a, a great following, and uh, with expectations being pretty high again this year, it's been a, a large crowd every week, every Friday night uh, from the beginning.
0: And it's not an easy ask of someone. You know, And even when you talk about high school students, you know, you think of your average 17 or 18-year-old kid, he's got three buddies he can fit in his car but you're asking him to drive an hour and 15 minutes to a place he's never been $25 worth of gas it's going to take him and to pay who knows how much for a ticket it's not that easy of an ask but there were a pretty decent amount of kids I mean you've got a quarter of the high school on the sidelines in pads to begin with so there's not a whole lot of other kids that are out there able to to show up and, and sit in the stands yeah
5: I think Michael has 50 plus kids on the roster this year and uh I think the numbers going to go up again next year just based off how many seniors are on and how many uh, incoming 8th graders, graders are coming in. They're going to lose like five or six kids off that senior uh, class this year. So.
0: Now, obviously, as a dad, you've had you'd have two sons go through the team and have a lot of success, but you're also a fellow head coach. I don't have as much experience with Michael as I do with a, a lot of other coaches just because Eric takes a lot of those stories. But uh, every time I talk to Michael, he's just so gracious and kind and calm and collected. What kind of relationship do you have with him?
5: we got a pretty good relationship. You know, obviously we share a lot of athletes. Um, I think right now I have 20-plus kids playing football that will also wrestle for us. So, um, you know, I think we see the benefits back and forth of, of wrestlers playing football and football guys wrestling. Um, Michael is very attention to detail, and that's why he, his program is so successful Year in and year out, you think they're going to graduate a bunch of studs. Well, they just reload, reload, reload because he's got the the program and the system in place where those kids know those expectations and they just plug right in next year.
1: I know that uh, we had a, a football game, in the last football coaches' show of the season. We normally don't have one after sectional, but because I was gone in the middle, I put one at the end. And Michael's usually there before the show starts, and he's not there. And I text Nick Hall, and it's like Nick, can you be here? And I text Michael, and it's like. Michael, we're starting the show about 10 minutes later, and he comes, oh, my gosh, we're having a show today. And he rolls in, and he got there for his interview, so he was kind enough to make it in. He could have said, nah, I'm not coming in today, but uh, he, that's, that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah,
5: yeah. He's, he's, he's very detail-oriented, so I'm kind of surprised he missed that
1: one. No, you're related to him? He's related to half the people. He's like, well, that's <laughs> no. my nephew, and that's my nephew, and he's my nephew. And No,
5: I just have my son plays on the football team, and I have a nephew on the football team, starting quarterback and starting tight end. And then on defense, their linebacker and uh, defensive end.
0: So what do you know at this point about the opponent on Friday, Carol Flora?
5: Yeah, so the nice thing about having kids on the team, like I, I, I watched a huddle scout video. So, um, you know, I'm a football guy too. Uh, Carol's got a big running back. I think the kid's about 6'2", 6'3", 240. And uh, they feed him the ball. The line is big. Um, they got some some – beef up front so it, it'll be a challenge i think they're 10 and one i yeah. believe or 11 and one, 11 now. one. He, 11 he and one a, now he was
1: an old lineman and he went to his coach and said coach i think i can run the ball as, as well as him they put him back there and he had like six touchdowns that first game yeah. and he played running back big
5: Did, kid
0: he's a big kid if anybody was listening on the way home you were yeah. listening to uh indiana sports talk with bob lovell and they interviewed the guy who called <laughs> the the game this week for for Carol Flora, and he was talking about how good of a running attack that they have. Yeah, so.
5: yeah, they didn't pass the ball a whole lot um, in the in the couple games I saw, but uh, they definitely rely on that run game, and and they got a big strong line up front. So, you know, we'll have our uh, you know work cut out for us Friday night. Um,
1: so I'm I'm a little partial, but uh, I heard them really boosting up Carol Flora. Here's a little problem. They don't realize how good Adams Central is. They're not paying attention. They don't worry about the northeast corner because everybody that plays football is in the center of the state, and that's the only place that good football is at. They're not thinking about Adams Central. They're talking about, oh, they're going to make a nice long runs. Like, nah, they're done next week, kids.
0: <laughs> they, did, they did seem to insinuate. That they had a deep run ahead of them, and I, I kind of had the same thought as yeah, that sounds like a Homer talking to as me. you did on on US twenty four as I was heading back. Well, you were on two twenty four. Let's be honest.
1: I was on twenty four until I got two twenty four.
0: <laughs> so I was. Uh, I almost offended uh, Jeff when I was talking to him last night at the at the basketball game. I told him I think it's going to be a quick game. He's like, "What do you mean it's going to be a quick game? I think it's going to be a great game." And I said, "No, I think it's going to be two teams that run the ball and the clock never stops, um, other than than than." you know, the occasional punt or the score, I think it's going to be one of those grinded-out games. Hopefully the grounds crew is, is ready. You have good good week of weather uh, this week. You shouldn't have to worry about the mud bowl that South Adams played in a, a year ago.
1: I I thought you and I were both a little bit surprised that uh, the score was as low in a first ha- quarter as it was, but then it's like once once the floodgates opened up, I don't, I don't think most teams can compete with the uh, onslaught that Adam Central has on a running game, and it just... It, I think the wind played a lot to do with it because the punts were bad, and uh, not that Adam Central passes a lot. I just think that it was kind of, took them a while to get going, and the first quarter just flew by. I think the
5: one thing from the 1A standpoint that Adam Central has an advantage, they got a lot of kids, and they do play kids both ways, but they also rotate kids in and out. So as you get into that second, third, fourth quarter, as the game goes on, I feel like AC sometimes wears teams down, And, and a game that might be a one or two, two-touchdown game, turns into three, four touchdowns real quick.
0: Yeah, I'm certainly looking forward to Friday, and even though it's going to start at 7.30 it's, instead of 7, I, uh, I, I think it's going to be a, a great game, and I think everybody that, uh, that's unable to make it in person is going to be tuned in and hoping that Adam Central can win a regional title and, and move on to that semi-state.
1: I don't care if the game starts at 7.30. Larry Hyman's going to be standing line at 5.15, <laughs> first one in the line at gate. You know that.
0: Well, we do want to tell you that Team Mantra Wear is uh, your local leader in screen printing and apparel. They're located in Bluffton, providing high-quality and creative apparel for South Adams football, Belmont wrestling, our show, and many others in the area. Team Mantra takes all the work coaches and volunteers used to do, taking orders and collecting money, and they do that work for you. Set up an online store and let the local experts at Team Mantra take care of the rest from custom designs with faces of me and Rex on the back of them to a wide array of apparel and gear. As we always joke, they can even make Grant Mosier look good.
1: <laughs> i tell you what, I'm—I'm I'm my feelings are kind of hurt. I drove all the way to Bluffton to make sure you had a shirt and I didn't for wear Sunday it. night, and you didn't wear I it. I know, I know.
0: Visit the brand-new location for Team Montreware on Main Street in Bluffton or contact them online at teammontreware.com today. So, Coach, I guess as we finish up the first period here, the big question for you is, looking forward and with your AD here to your left, what does this do for Adam Central Wrestling? I mean, we're wrestling guys at heart. What, right. is this, what is this going to change?
5: So not a whole lot, honestly, because, uh, you know, my older son graduated last year. He played in three semi-state football games and a, a one-state championship game. And so we're used to deep runs in football, so we don't have our first match scheduled until December. So it, it puts us a, a little bit behind the a ball because we get a, a two- or three-week uh, 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 late start compared to other folks. But it's just kind of how it's been the last – five six seven years i mean it's just it's just what it is
0: so at this point you're likely if adam central stays on their run you're probably not looking at wrestling until those ACAC duels second (laughs) week of december
5: right now i think our first uh match is scheduled with norwell that's a new one for us which i'm glad to see uh you know norwell on the schedule
1: um he's not listening tonight (laughs) (laughs) no he he is not he doesn't even know that we
0: exist (laughs) so we'll we'll give him a hard time all the time
1: (laughs) uh Say whatever you so, want about him.
5: Nah, John's a good guy. Um, so we'll just see how that goes. We'll, see, we'll just see in the next couple
0: of weeks what, what that looks like. But
5: there has been a couple times where that ACAC duels is our first event, and just what it is.
0: Well, I would tell you that we originally had that Adam Central-Norwell match on our schedule, and we bumped it, not just because we think it's going to get delayed anyways, but uh, Belmont has added another dual meet to their schedule. And they're going to take on the Starfires. And that's not a meeting that has taken place very often over the last 20 or 30 years. In fact, I was talking to John Rubel, who is uh, an assistant coach now for Belmont, and he tries to say that he never wrestled a South Adams kid in his entire career. I believe him. I believe him. Yeah, they never, they never, they never lined up for whatever, whatever match he was, whatever weight he was at. Wasn't
5: there a few years back where South Adams wrestled Belmont and Duels? There were. I think
0: there was maybe two years yeah. where they had it when when Eric was still the coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's they wrestled been
5: longer than a few years. Then. They
0: wrestled back to back years, and then I
1: think the duel went away. And I think yeah. that's been about it over the last twenty or thirty years. Yeah. So with that, the uh, first period has ended. We're going to send it back to studio for round of commercials we'll back with the second period right after these messages here on Haggard Sepner Hershey's Eld High School Wrestling Weekly.
0: DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new, or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442, that's DDD Maintenance and Repair.
1: Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations special orders are also available and highly recommended don't forget about Wine Wednesday, where you get the best savings. Come on guys, it's where your friends shop.
3: Decatur Package Liquors, with the best service and variety in town, now with locations in Monroe, Burn, and Markle. Brad Weber proudly supports the WZBD Wrestling Coaches Show. He also supports youth football in Adams County as a board member of the Decatur Football League and president of Belmont Cadet Football, giving our youth the chance to learn the great game of football. Some of the best football players in our area have also been fantastic wrestlers. That's why famous coaches like Joe Gibbs and John Madden always wanted wrestlers on their team. Find out more about youth football opportunities by giving Brad a call at 452-7045 or email bw at bradweberlaw.com.
1: Welcome back to Hagar Hershey's Elf High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle here at Cross Creek. Once again, live from the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. And if you haven't been, about, been out to eat at the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill, lately they've changed their menu around always fine food. I've talked to a lot of people and I told them, I said, People don't realize how good the food is here and I eat here two, three times a week and there's times my wife goes, I'm hungry, go get me something to double eat, I have to take it home to her. So well,
0: I talked to the to the judge uh, this weekend and he was unable to make it. He had a prior engagement scheduled for tonight, but he's gonna be here next week and uh, he said he's gonna be ordering whatever the special is. Wings was tonight. It was. So uh, we are back with Coach Curry for the second period as we start talking about the Adam Central Bagubas for this upcoming season. And I just wanted to go through the Adam Central matches that we currently have scheduled for WZBD. We are going to be covering, we're going to do a split weekend. And Coach Calver and I were talking about it earlier. We're going to do the ACAC duels and the NE8 duels now that they're both on the same weekend. Uh, We're going to be in one place Friday night, and we're going to be a different place on Saturday. And so we're hoping that maybe we can twist some arms to get those matchups to be exactly where they are. Coach, remind us again, ACAC Duels this year are at, please don't say Jay County.
1: Nope, they're at Adams Central this year. Okay,
0: good, because we go to Jay County enough, and we don't have to go there any more than we have to.
1: I know they're at Adams Central because that's the first time you came back from being off of COVID. You gave it to me, and then I was out for two (laughs) weeks. I think the ADs just drew the, drew the uh, it probably, rounds,
5: didn't they? Yeah. It probably
0: alternates based on the basketball schedule, I would guess. The duels? As far as who has a home.
5: Duels go between AC and Jay County. Okay. And then the tournament rotates between Jay County and Woodland, but Bluffton's been picking it up here and there. So uh, the duels back and forth between AC and J County.
0: So we'll have uh, coverage from one of those conferences on Friday night for a round or two, and then we'll pick up the best rounds on saturday from the other location and we'll try to do our best to bring you the most pertinent coverage from december 9th and 10th and then the following week on tuesday we'll have the duel between new, ha- new haven and adam central you guys have got a nice little rivalry going those have been some really good duels the last couple of years
5: yeah we've we wrestle wrestled uh, a strong uh, ne8 schedule with uh, <laughs> new haven belmont columbia city all in there picked up norwell this year we might as well just join the ne8 as well so
0: um well, we, we, uh, we will continue to push for you guys to uh, offset your wrestling schedule. And maybe you can call Dale. He just left here about an hour ago um, to offset your wrestling schedules because every time we try to put the schedule together, you guys wrestle on the same night as Belmont. And we have to pick one over the other. But we do our best to give equal coverage the best that we can. On Saturday, then, on the 17th, uh, we are we were just talking about this off-air. We think we're going to try to cover Adam Central at Yorktown, as long as we are given permission by the Yorktown wrestling gods. Maybe Rex is trying to call him up right now.
1: No, I'm, I'm working on, on somebody else.
0: <laughs> okay. And then uh, the big duel will be ba- Belmont at Adam Central. That's on December 22nd. And, Coach, are you going anywhere over the holidays this year?
5: To be determined. Um, last year we went to Rensselaer. It was a real nice tournament. It was uh, two-day, nine duels. It's before Christmas, and with our school schedule, we are unable to return to that event. And we're trying to get something um, 28th, 29th. We were looking at trying to host one. We were, with teams and contracts, we are a little bit late getting, getting that up and running, so we're trying to get into one this year. Uh, so hopefully between 28th, 29th, 30th, somewhere in there, we'll get a, a holiday event.
0: And then obviously the big one is the IHSWCA team state duels, and I'm not sure I would uh, be truthful if I said it's something we're excited about. We're not necessarily excited about being at two different sites and being split up. Hey, let's uh, just get but, back to the Coliseum where it belongs, man. But uh, WZBD will be following the Jets down to Franklin uh, and providing that coverage, and we're going to do our best to merge uh, two different teams at two different sites three hours away from each other or four hours, whatever it is, from Portland to Franklin, but uh, we'll be there, and I will have real equipment this time rather than the uh, cell phone cell match phone, that I yeah. called from whatever that building was at Martinsville last year. That That's
1: wasn't even a long distance call.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just calling the other gym. <laughs>
1: but we have technology, Dane. We can pull it off.
0: I know. And then the following week, we'll have the duel between Delta and Adam Central. And then maybe the most difficult broadcast of the entire season. The AC Jet invite, when Rex and I try to figure out what's going on in some of those rounds, we show up and we're like, well, I think, and we go around. There's no bracket, and they, they get crossed, and then, then so, so we just, if we see red t- and white yeah. stripes, we, we by that time in the season, we know what everybody looks like. And so, we well, I think he's wrestling a Dwinger kid yeah. there.
5: So that's a, actually, I think it's a pretty cool format. We got 10 teams, and we uh, bracket each weight class into two pools. So we try to separate the top two or three kids on each side, and then we round-robin, and then your winners of each pool wrestle for first and second, third and fourth on down the line. So the, the cool thing about that is everybody gets five matches on the day versus an, a bracketed tournament, which you could get two to
1: three Four matches The format is really good. It's just hard for us to yeah. broadcast. It is. Yeah. And which, honestly, which is important more important la- for you than it yeah. is for us. I
5: think last year I gave you a list of matches. You did. I? You yeah. did. We just yeah. really
0: schedule our broadcast around yep. whenever the AD calls in the Pizza King order. <laughs> and then we make sure that we're done with that before before yeah. all that's gone. Yeah. Because if we're on the air and all the pizza's gone, kind of like yesterday at Worthen Arena, we went and found the hospitality room and ice steak my spot, and I said, I'm staying here until some food gets delivered, and Rex is like, well, i got to go get everything. So I was like, well, you go do what you got to do. I'm going to wait until this pizza comes.
1: So I had a cold sandwich on the way home uh, from Muncie, but it was still very good, so you take free food when you can. So, so we're certainly excited about WZBD's coverage, and then I guess we
0: can't stop at the, at the AC Jet invite, as much as Rex and I love that tournament, but uh, maybe our most, I don't what's the correct adjective to use for our coverage of the ACAC AC tournament? It's it's a lightning bolt. It starts, and then by the time you get set up, you're into the finals, and then we're trying
1: to get it all in, and I'm trying to get the paper done and all those types of things. It's, it's, it's a tough thing on a Friday night to get a wrestling tournament Well, it done. T-
0: it's tough to get rolling because there's so many forfeits in those opening rounds, and there's a lot of pins, but then you get to the finals and those third-place matches, and boom, you've got a team, st- a team race to keep track of. You've got some really good matches between ranked guys in the finals. It's a fun tournament.
5: Yeah, it's it's actually it, it, it's interesting because it's on a Friday night and it's kind of kind of a throwback because when I wrestled, that's it's it where, it, where it belongs. It, it was always on a Friday night, and so a- as a coach, we were up at the Kraken Island every Saturday all winter long. So it's kind of nice to have a Friday night tournament and sleep in on Saturday. Oh, no, I
0: love sleeping in on that Saturday, yeah. don't you, Rex? Um, my yeah, dog, you're back at the, the <laughs> NEA. He goes the, the, the NEA. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I sleep in and show up for the second round. Yeah.
5: Then I just listen to it or, you know.
0: Now, where's that tournament this year?
5: Uh, the tournament, I think, is at Woodland. Yeah, Woodland this year.
0: Okay. Yeah. We were at Bluffton last year.
5: Yeah. I think the schedule kind of got jockeyed <clears throat> around for some things. But Rex still won't Woodland. let
0: go from two years ago when we went to McDonald's after it was over and he didn't get all of his chicken nuggets. I, I'm done with McDonald's. I <laughs> gave up on them for other reasons. <laughs> he he he's did he never, get the, he the tournament going? going to the Portland. <laughs> the Portland McDonald's again. It was 11.45 at night, and he will, <laughs> they will never live that down. There's probably a sign. You're probably banned from there, too. Just I like wrote them off. Down. They don't need my business. <laughs> so then, obviously, after the ACAC tournament, January 20th, then we merge back with, uh, with everybody else, and we, we follow you all the way from sectional to, to the state finals, and certainly looking forward to a, a, another great season of Adam Central Wrestling on WZBD.
1: I know, Coach, a lot of guys, a lot of your good wrestlers are still playing football now. But who are some of those guys that you look for to be uh, outstanding wrestlers for you once they actually hit the mat?
5: Yeah, so it's kind of a light room right now. <clears throat> we were talking about that earlier. Um, right now i got probably a good 20-plus kids playing football. Um, we got we got a, a nice group of seniors um, with Gavin Cook and Logan Ullman coming back, both state place, uh, state qualifiers. Logan Ullman was a state placer last year. Uh, Caden Funk was a ticket round kid for us last year. Cash Reynolds uh, had an injury the previous year, so we're, 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 we're glad to get him back in the lineup. And then we also have Eddie Everett in there as uh, one of our seniors. And then a couple of our juniors have semi-state experience with uh, Trevor Curry, Keegan Bloom. Um, they'll be, you know, in those upper weight classes. And uh, Zach Worm will be coming back as a uh, heavyweight. With the full year of wrestling experience, that kid come out and started the ACAC duels with like literally six practices ever. So that kid had tremendous growth and and, uh, improvement throughout the season. So I'm kind of glad or uh, excited to see how he'll do with a um, a year under his belt and and, and some experience.
0: Well, talking about building young wrestlers, and I don't know how much experience you have with Andy, and I know you've you've coached against him in the Adam Central Homestead duel, but what he's been doing at the Fort... Uh, 1519 Goshen Road. There are just so many opportunities to go up there, train, practice. Everybody from my seven-year-old last year to, I know, um, to Bruce Wood's son, Tony Wood, has spent mm. some time up there. Uh, all kinds of opportunities. He's got camps, those types of things. He's one of our sponsors here on High School Wrestling Weekly, the Fort Wrestling Facility. Check him out on the fortwrestling.com Open to wrestlers seven years old through high school. Don't miss the chance to train with wrestlers from all over the area. Focusing on technique, conditioning, just learning how to love the sport. And if, if anybody who's ever met Andy, and especially right. since he took on this huge challenge and, and, and you know, the guy loves wrestling. He it, was one it, of, it really, liked, it really cares about what local teams are doing. Yeah. And I can guarantee you, Coach, that, you know, last year when you had your guys on the mat – and he was rooting for him.
5: Right. Coach Oberlin's a good good dude all the way around. And, and everything he's doing there, he's got great intentions trying to increase the level of uh, of competitiveness and, and kids coming out of our area. So, um, you know, I, I support him. I know we've had some kids, you know, float through up there as well. So, um, like I said, Coach Oberlin's a good guy. He's got the the right intentions and the right uh, um, mindset there trying to bring in, bring in clinicians and technique and guys and just giving uh, fort wayne area kids another opportunity
1: you know and he was one of the coaches that sat down and talked with us last week during the media day and talked about his club and a lot of people come through and talked about his club and and able to get kids out there and it, we are fortunate here to have uh, a pretty solid clubs some of the fort wayne teams don't have the clubs and they need that space to go work we talked to bruce Ojeda, who sends some of his, his kids there and, and that's the that's the mat time that those kids get that they don't you know you know don't okay. uh What's uh, Tim's team? Uh, Tim's got the, uh, his Mad, Men. Mad mm-hmm. Men Wrestling Club, I mean. And those are there, but without Coach Oberlin going out on a limb like he did, I, I don't think some of those four wing kids would get that extra time. So, with that, we're going to send back to the studio for a round of commercials, back with the third period right after these messages here on Haggard Hershey Zelt High School Wrestling Weekly.
3: The staff at Haggard Hershey and Zelt Funeral Home is honored to serve the community we love and live in. Locally owned and operated by Ryan Hershey and Eric Zelt, we understand that each family we serve and each life lived tells a unique story. Our goal is to offer comfort, care, and dignity to all who entrust their loved ones to our care. We are proud to call Adams County our home and look forward to serving you for generations to come.
2: Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur is hands down the best auto body repair shop in the Midwest. That's why your friends and neighbors give Bowers Paint Studio a five-star rating on Facebook. Your family ride get dinged in an accident? Take it to Bowers for a free estimate. Need a custom paint job for your collectible car or motorcycle? Bowers Paint Studio is the place to go. Nate works with all the insurance companies and can help you get a loaner. That's Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur.
4: Hi, it's Jessie from Heller Nursery. If you've never been to our greenhouses, now is the time to come. We grow over four thousand poinsettias, and it's a sight worth seeing. Heller Nursery also cuts fresh greens and makes wreaths daily for the Christmas season. Heller Nursery has a great selection of houseplants and pottery all winter long. Houseplants and gift cards make great Christmas gifts. Heller Nursery is located outside of Decatur, just off of 224. Just follow the signs. Heller Nursery, open seven days a week.
1: Welcome back to Edgar High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle here at the Clubhouse Grill. We're along with Dane Filling as we start their third period, and I'm certain that Dane has a schedule laid out, and he knows exactly what we're going to talk about.
0: We are, and we're going to talk a little bit about 1A Team State, and if you have purchased Indiana Matt's preseason mag, we certainly encourage you to do so. That's the first place that you can find the preseason individual rankings, the preseason team rankings. I know every time that I put Adam Central pretty high up there, I have to send a text to Coach Curry and say, "Hey, I'm just warning you. This is where you're <laughs> going to be." And then he tells me, "Oh, why'd you put us up that high?" That kind of thing, because nobody really wants that target on their back. But uh, occasionally, a coach will tell me, and I pretty well made that a standard practice. Now, I'll call or text the coach and say, "Hey, you know, you're going to be the preseason number one. You know, I'm sorry if that if that's not what you wanted, <laughs> but." Uh, uh, I can uh, probably let the cat out of the bag. Jay County was the preseason number one in 2A, and I, I texted uh, Coach Myers, and he said, you know what, that's pretty cool. I think our kids will really be excited about that, and while we certainly don't feel like we're the, the favorites. Which we, Coach Myers we did appreciate you text it. that too.
1: Co- <laughs> Coach Eric Myers. <laughs> okay, because I don't think you, you'd text that to Coach <laughs> <laughs> Tim Myers. He, oh, he was pretty excited. No, I don't no, he think. <laughs> was, no, he was
0: not, but uh, uh, looking at the 1A Standings and last year's results and some of the things on the on the team rankings, uh, Rochester comes out as the preseason number one in one A. And I know, Coach, this came up in our conversations over uh, supper. They got a really stacked team.
5: Yeah, uh, you know, we we <laughs> this is kind of ironic. We we wrestled Rochester back in the elementary state duels in the small school division when this group of seniors were sixth graders. So. You know, we got a lot of the same guys. They got a lot of the same guys. And, and we finished first and second that year, and I think they won it the next year. Um, so it, you can see these kids coming through, and uh, Coast Guard has done a nice job developing those kids, and they have a solid roster top to bottom. And they got a couple kids coming in this year that are that – are,
0: Now, he tried to tell us last week when we interviewed him out at the pavilion – that he was really rooting for his football team to pull off the win. <laughs> but did. I could read right between the lines. Yeah, he was he was not interested in the football team going any further yeah. than they were going because he wanted them in the room. And so, I'll, yeah. give, him, I'll so, give him credit for I that. I know his
5: upper waists are, are pretty good football players over there.
1: Subliminally. Subliminal,
0: yes. Yeah. He, he got his And wish. they did lose this they weekend. Lost. They got so, beat by New Yorktown. So they yeah. got beat. So they, uh, they will be in the room and, you know, it's going to be a long time before anybody forgets last year's semi-state between you guys and the zebras and all the excitement that came with that and just a really cool story that came out of that. Um, more often than not, now we we kind of complain about the one-class system with wrestling, but there was, that was a really cool moment that 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 you two were able to fight over the full no-class semi-state title, that IHSAA semi-state crown that. Uh, you know doesn't exist in a whole lot of sports anymore
5: it's pretty unusual to have two 1a teams competing for that level of a of a championship and they had some real high level kids and we had a couple high level kids i think we had three in the finals that day um they had a couple in the finals and uh you know they they edged us out It came right down to the (laughs) heavyweight match and uh (laughs) <laughs> you know, we're cheering against the, the eventual state champion to, to, to <laughs> give up a takedown, and it didn't happen. Um, you know, Rochester, uh, kid won the match. You know, good job to him. They won the so
0: – One him. week you were rooting against him, but <laughs> yeah. then the following right. week – Right, then I want absolutely. the kid to win. Absolutely, you were rooting for him to win. win. Sure, yeah, sure. Definitely the way it was. For so sure. Just giving a, a recap of what 1A team state looks like this year. The automatic qualifiers from the four semi-states were Rochester – Tel City, a team that you know pretty well from the last couple of years. Yeah. Southmont out of the Newcastle semi-state, and then out of the East Chicago Central semi-state, it was West Central. They were the team with the least amount of points that were automatic qualifiers. Also qualifying were your Jets, Cascade, a team that uh, has done pretty darn well over the last two years. Bluffton is an automatic qualifier this year, along with your sort of arch rival in this 10-year series of, <laughs> of uh, team states. Uh, Prairie Heights, we saw Coach Smith, I don't know, you're not a Twitter guy necessarily, but Coach Smith said, you're a pretty decent guy, I can't remember what exactly the tweet was, (laughs) Yeah, he's not a, what did he say, he's not a, you know the funny thing is, out of all those
5: 1A schools, we, it's a lot of the usual, same usual suspects every year, Mm -hmm. so we've had uh, good dual meets with Tel City, with North Posey, with, uh, we had a nice duel with Cascade last year, Rochester was, was a, a newer team last year that did, did quite well. But Prairie Heights, I don't know how many times we've wrestled them between the uh, New Haven-Yorktown Super Duels, the one that rotates there, and the Team State Duels. Uh, Southmont, we've wrestled them, I think, the last two years at the State Duels. So it, it's, it's, we're pretty familiar with a lot of those kids. Um, so, yeah, it's turned into some, some pretty good rivalries.
0: Coach Smith said you're an okay guy. Yeah. That's that's all that's all he gave. I wouldn't call that gushing. <laughs> that's all that's all he gave you. The last team that we didn't mention is Cowan. And, and that's Cowan a, that's a, Abbott, that's yeah. another team that uh, we have a lot of respect for and what they've been able to build, building a program out of nothing and then the, the, the write in vote or the the, the, the last vote in in the spring was Winnemac and I know a lot of South Adams people are asking questions about whether or not they're going to get that last spot they're going to be up against against uh, Manchester teams like Frankton and Eastern uh, Daleville is another team that is hoping to get in um, North Putnam is a team that had some success in the very early beginnings of, of 1A so how do you uh, how do you view we'll put you on the spot here how do you view South Adams chances of claiming that 12th spot <laughs>
5: I'll take the fifth on that one. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's kind of funny because, like, with Cowan, even if we don't wrestle them at the Team State Duels, they come to our AC invite. And, you know, our conference has had a lot of teams in there. South Adams over the years. Bluffton's been there. Um, so even if we don't wrestle the teams at Team State, we see them on our schedule um, in some different places. There's a lot of good wrestlers from small schools. And, and the key is just to put – a lineup together that doesn't have forfeits that's about as big as as anything if you're giving up six points right off the bat that's a killer and if you can put out a uh you know competitive kid at every weight class all of a sudden um you're you're in contention to to place pretty well at the team state duels and you know that's that's tried to be our formula over the years is to put out a, a good kid in every weight class and uh, you know, we've been fortunate enough. We've qualified for every team state duels uh, from the beginning. So hang your hat on that, yeah, because it's, it's quite of an accomplishment. Yeah, I think what is that? Ten years now. 11, yeah, this will be 11, the eleventh year. Eleven years it's now. It's just you, so, Modern Day, and Perry. Yeah, so I mean, we we take pride in that, and um, you know, that's a goal every year. You know, we put team goals out there. Our goal every year is to win an ACAC championship. Jay County throws a challenge at that where our goal is to win a 1A state duels every year. There's two or three teams out there that challenge us for that. And our goal is to win a sectional title every year. And then you throw in Belmont and Jay County again. And now, now you're throwing in Norwell and some other some other strong teams there at the sectional. But that's our goal every year is, is to win those those events. And that doesn't change based off who – who we have, who graduates, and who's moving in.
1: Hey, Tony, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't touch on the fact that uh, girls wrestling has become an emerging new sport, has been classified that yeah. with uh, the IHSAA. uh I know that you had a girl that uh, would make it in your lineup and take some forfeits for you last year. Have you had any interest in the Jets lineup to put girls wrestlers in the gym?
5: So, you know, when I was doing my call out, actually, I was going through the the gym and you know, one of the girls kind of made a comment. I'm like, yeah, come on out. It's an emerging sport. You know, she was halfway joking with me, but I told her, come on out. Um, we don't have any on the roster right now. We've had had girls over the years. Um, and we've had one that actually Sammy uh, Oliver wrestled in varsity for us as a freshman. And that, that girl is tough as nails, mm-hmm. uh, not just wrestling, on the volleyball court and uh, um on the softball diamond too. So she was just a great athlete. So at Adam central, we don't have a lot of numbers of girls yet. Um, and you know, I don't know. I don't know if or when we will, we had our elementary camp this weekend. We opened it up to all boys, all girls in the past. It was typically sent out to the boys, but I sent it out to all the girls as well. So we had a few of them show up to our elementary camp and we'll just kind of see where that, that ends up going.
1: Well, I, I think when you can tell a girl, look, It's going to be a girls' sport. You're not going to have to wrestle against boys if you don't want to, and some of these coaches have really had big success. You know, Penn's got two full teams. Eric down at Jay County's got a full team. Jay County, Columbia City, Columbia City's got a full team, and there's there's certain teams where girls have gotten together. New Haven, I know that Jimmy Lynn's had some nice girls. I talked to Shepherd at Western, and he said he's he's got a girl that's a softball player, and she told all of her friends, "Hey." That's our off season. We're all wrestling. He yeah. said he may have a full team of girls, just or softball players. That said, that's our off season. We're gonna we're gonna get behind uh, it, and yeah. he'll take it.
5: Yeah, yeah. We don't have that yet. Um, we'll see where that where that goes.
1: No, that's what's gonna make it a full fledged sport is those teams that get behind it. And the coach, you know, the commissioner was on, and he said it's not 300 girls. It's X number of girls on X number of teams that round out. He he doesn't want one team to have all of them. He wants it to be a combined sport with teams versus just a number of 300. Yeah,
5: yeah. We have, we've had them in our club last year, so, you know, it's hard to talk a, a, a high school girl into coming out when they've never done it before um, or they don't have, like, a family history of it. Um, but, you know, we're open to it when, when, when those girls do develop into high school wrestlers.
0: Well, Coach, we thank you for coming on the show as we wrap up the third period here, and I I certainly appreciate your uh, uh, ability to cooperate with us and to feed us information, to show up on our show, and to do interviews and and provide all that information throughout the last couple of years, and we certainly look forward to covering your team all the way to the state finals whenever your season does get started as soon as we switch from from one sport to the next, but uh, we definitely... Uh, enjoy our time whether it's at Adam Central or at uh, away matches and and we look forward to the season
5: you know going back to Rex's comment I know how coach guard feels you want them football guys to win but as soon as the team takes a loss you're like all right guys we'll let's see get started you. we'll see you uh, in the practice room right
0: well you certainly have some really great community support and uh, there were a lot of advertisers who are willing to uh uh, put some money behind behind uh, our broadcasts of of your matches and our coverage of you, and we're we're certainly looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah,
5: we're 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 fortunate in our community to have good good support for Adam Central Wrestling. Appreciate everything.
0: So we do want to give a thank you to our sponsors. Some of them are Heller Nursery, Paul Baker Drywall, Bowers Body Shop, Decatur Package Liquor, DDD Maintenance and Repair, and uh, Bowers
5: Paint Shops in in the he is the in today. the house. Yeah.
0: DDD Maintenance and Repair was in the house last week, and uh, We've got a, a special promotion this year, and we're going to talk about it a little bit more as the season rolls on. But uh, we've got a giveaway going with uh, uh, 8th Street Oil. Uh, whenever a wrestler reaches eight takedowns in a match, I don't know who's the most <laughs> likely to get to eight takedowns on your team.
5: Whew, on our team? Probably Cook. Probably. Or Allman. It Cook or Allman? Be. Allman, he's a scrambler, so he's, he's always scoring points.
1: Cook. He's the energizer,
5: buddy. Yeah, he, he is. He doesn't stop wrestling. I
0: talked to him after the game on Friday on the field after that ridiculous touchdown that yeah, he scored. that was pretty cool. And I said, you know what? I'm just, I'm really glad that you're healthy. Yeah. I, I really appreciate watching you play when you're at full strength. He,
1: he, he looked at me and went, yeah, I am yeah. glad I'm healthy. Yeah. With that, we're going to send it back to Stuart for Ronald round of commercials. Back with the uh, overtime period right after these messages on Hager Hershey's Elk High School Wrestling Weekly. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors. Locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday where you get the best savings. Come on guys, it's where your friends shop.
3: Decatur Package Liquors with the best service and variety in town, now with locations in Monroe, Byrne, and Markle.
0: DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair.
3: When faced with the difficult task of making arrangements for your loved one, many emotions and questions arise. What would they want me to do if they were here? Where is the money coming from? How much should I spend? Do they want burial or cremation? The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home can help you navigate these tough questions. Make your wishes known and allow us to make sure that your wishes are carried out. Call Ryan Hershey or Eric Zelt at 260-724-7167 to schedule an appointment today.
1: back once again to the Hager Hershey's Elf High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. Rex Burlong and Dane Filling as we make our way to the overtime period, the period that uh, NRL match that I absolutely hated because I was gassed because I was cutting weight so bad. I hated overtime. So win it early or, or don't win it all. Yeah, we're going to go over the WZBD schedule for the rest of the week. Tomorrow night, we've got
0: the Matt Painter Show as he talks about uh, the start of Purdue's basketball season and what they have to look forward to. After that, we will have the Pacers as they take on New Orleans. That's directly after that. On Tuesday, we will not be able to bring you the Purdue basketball game
1: because we will have election coverage with uh, Al and Judy, I believe. Hey, Dane, if, if the Purdue basketball season goes like that Purdue football game we had to listen to on the way home from, from uh, f- was that football Friday well, night? Thank God the weather was so bad that we didn't have to
0: listen to all of it. Oh, that was on the way down to Ball State yesterday. It was bad. <laughs> It was bad. The last two weeks. Well, thankfully, there was a bye week in between there. but <laughs> That's between, the best they've played all season, a bye week. Between Purdue and IU, neither one of them have been worth listening to this year. But uh, uh, on Wednesday, it will make for great radio if you tune into the Jeff Brom show because I have no idea what Jeff Brom going to say about, about Saturday. It was bad. Uh, that's a 6 o'clock start, and then we will have the Pacers after that. And then on Thursday, we're going to talk about this a little bit more. We've got those Belmont WrestleOffs live from Madison Street Plaza. And then on Friday, we've got the regional finals football game between Adam Central and Carroll. We will be on the air around just a little bit after 7. We will not be covering the Purdue basketball game. They play Austin P. then, uh, I believe, at 6 o'clock, but you'll be able to hear the scores on Indiana Sports Talk after that. We do not yet know the kickoff time for the Purdue football game at Illinois, but we will bring you that coverage. And then next Sunday, we will have... The Colts, and once again, the Colts play the late game on Sunday, which means that our broadcast will wait until the Colts are over. Last week it was fine being at 7.30, and that's probably what we'll plan on for this week.
1: I think the Colts game ended right about 7.15 to give us 15 minutes to get set up, and I think 7.30 is probably a good start time.
0: Well, hopefully the Colts play better than they did this week, because they weren't much better than Purdue was, so... Hey, uh, we do want to talk a little bit about those Belmont wrestle-offs on Thursday. Coach Myers is putting a lot of effort into it. He's really excited about this team. He's got a lot of new kids out, a lot of new faces, uh, some kids. And I know, uh, I think Coach Curry has a, a lot more experience, I feel like, with bringing kids in who are just completely green and have never wrestled before. But there's some kids on this Belmont team now who are athletic, but they've never wrestled before, but they want to be part of the team. And I think, you know, we talk about Team State all the time, from the first show all the way until January when it's over, until we get to the last show and we're talking about next year's. But Team State really makes a difference for the 1A and 2A schools and and drawing guys in.
5: It does. And you talk about first-year kids. We had two in our lineup last year. Jarrett Smith was a first-year wrestler, never wrestled ever before, and uh, Zach Worm was another one, so... Um, had one down at 113 and, and one at heavyweight, and by the end of the season, those kids, they, they're both athletes, and you could kind of see the writing on the wall, and, and they may have taken some losses earlier in the season, but as the season progressed, you could see the growth and you could see the improvement. They were winning matches at the end of the year, and Jarrett Smith won a big match for us at Team State Duels, and Zach, by the end of the season, was a tough out. The kid's going to be... A handful this year. No, I he's going to be so much I better. Know, he's going to be so
0: much better than he was last year, yeah. and he was decent last year,
5: right? And the kid's a full 280 to 285 now. The kid's big, strong, athletic, and he's lean. He's not yeah. a he's not a, not a soft guy. Not a soft 280. So,
1: Dane, you're the language guy. You're going to have to help me. How does how does Tim's Ukrainian in guy pronounce his name? He is Yaroslav. Yaroslav. And so
0: you get a chance to see Yaroslav, I believe, on Thursday. And it's, it's really cool. Um, you talk about kids who come from a war torn country who are refugees. And you put them in a foreign country in a small town where everybody already knows each other. And what does this kid latch onto? He latches onto this culture of Belmont wrestling. And everybody from Belmont takes him under his wing. And it's been really cool. And the, the kid is strong. And in the weight room, he's right up there with anybody that you want to name on that Belmont team. And I know they're really excited to have him. And I know that Tim really likes his work ethic and those types of things. And I've heard him already in the first week of practice, you know, point out, you know, this guy's doing this. You need to be more like him,
1: those types of things. So. And I, I know Dane told me off the side of Tim Myers has never, ever told Anyone in a wrestling practice, he needs to back it down a notch. And <laughs> this young man, you need to back it down a notch in practice. And that's, that's what you want. So the, there's some cool things,
0: I think, with this Belmont team in that they have just three seniors. The only three seniors on the team are Rickard down at 120, 126, Timo, Christner at 182, and then Henry. Timo was doing some fine dance moves at volleyball state he finals yesterday. Do you know the story about Timo? Do you <laughs> no. know Timo is Austin's German name, okay. And he only goes by Timo in school, and almost everybody in, in the wrestling team will call him that. And so every once in a while we'll be talking, and I'll call him Timo, and I'll forget that that's not really his name. <laughs> he kind of embraces it at this, at this point, so. Um, so you've got a lot of, of new guys coming in to replace that big senior class last year with Litchfield and Rubel and w- side note: Litchfield went undefeated this week. And the open tournament for Wabash had two pins, three tech falls, I think it was nice, uh, and uh, Ike Rubel had surgery uh, to repair a, 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 not i wouldn 't call it a minor injury, but something that 's going to keep him out
1: of action for a while so that 's a couple of side notes for those guys who shout are, out to our buddy coach Abbott down there, his son uh, not Toby yeah toby Toby yeah, Toby, yeah. toby uh, went five and one this week in his first college tournament, uh, wrestling for the Liberty, West Liberty, West Liberty, yep. Mountaineers. So, so uh, Coach Myers
0: intends to have a matchup at nearly every weight, and I think he's going to get there as long as everybody is healthy. A uh, couple of new names. I know we didn't really get to talk about your <coughs> freshman at all, mm-hmm. and he's worthy of, of talking about, but uh, one freshman that I know Belmont's excited about is uh, Sam Wolpert, and I think he's going to be around that 132, 138 weight class. Uh, Blake Luganbill going to be there. You know, Luganbill, I think. If you really look back at last year, the growth from Goshen to the Coliseum, I mean, Luganville was a five-point move away from qualifying for the state
1: finals last year. And if is he, he, is if he a
5: junior or senior this year? Junior. Junior. Yeah. Junior. yeah.
1: I mean, you, you, you he get, really grew. You get a healthy Gavin, uh, Gavin Davis back that placed fifth in the Nationals, uh, his first wrestling since his surgery last year at the end of the season, and uh, uh, that's something that, that we're all excited about as well.
0: Yeah, another kid, a freshman, that uh, has been in the DWC ranks for a long time is Xavier Palacios. He's a kid that's going to have a chance to wrestle for a varsity spot, I think, at 160 pounds. And then uh, you probably get a chance to see Yaroslav. I don't know where he's going to be. Uh, Duke Myers is ranked top three or four, I think, in any, on Indiana mat at 170. Krister's uh, going to be at 82. Kukulhan, Keegan Martin, and then Belmont's got some question marks up there at the top. Uh, they 've got a bunch of names written down on the lines at one ninety five two twenty two eighty five but exactly where that that goes, I obviously think that keegan martin 's going to be one of those kids who on you know the first round he could be two twenty second round he could be two eighty five he could go back to two twenty he 's going to kind of be that hammer at the end and you 've had that situation before uh, where you 've got a guy who 's maybe a lot better than the other guy, and you try to flip flop them and, and pick the matchups but uh, it's certainly not a bad thing to have three or four deep uh, at 220 and 285 when you get there.
5: Yeah, we've done that several times over the years, have kids weigh in at the same weight class and, and try to get the matchups you you want between the two. You have to do that at the the one and 2 a level to, to get, get the matchups and get the advantage if you can.
0: One thing that I think Coach Myers is also happy about at Belmont is he's got, I think, maybe three or four sophomores who were Belmont Middle School wrestling kids decided they got to high school, wrestling wasn't going to be for them, saw what Belmont was able to do last year, and now have rejoined the team and have picked back up. And a really good example of that is, is Bryce Rickard. You know, Bryce Rickard talked to Dan, talked to the mayor. You know, His son got it in his head he was going to be a basketball player freshman <laughs> year. And he completely threw that whole year away by wrestling or by playing basketball. But, I, you know, I, I'm pretty close to that Belmont program. A lot of, there are not a whole lot of kids who have put more time and more effort and more determination into getting better than Bryce. And he'll be the first one to tell you, like, I lost that whole year. I screwed up. I should have. Uh, but he's he's working hard on his weight management. He went to Iowa. Uh, he's done all of those things. And I think you're going to see a lot of good things from, from Bryce this year.
1: So, Dane, we've uh, wrapped up our overtime period, and let's just carry this on in the podcast. We'd like to thank all of our sponsors. I'd like to thank Steve for running aboard for us back the studio I'd like to thank our station owner that allowed us to just ramble about wrestling on Sunday nights. And uh, I'd like to thank the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill that uh, hosts. And uh, most of the people here can guarantee you that their supper they had tonight was delicious. And we look for more of you out here each week. So with that, we're going to wrap up the Hager Hershey's L. High School Wrestling Weekly for the week. And then uh, stay tuned as the podcast will continue. So uh, look for that on uh, probably Monday or Tuesday. So right, another, another name there
0: At the upper weights is Yolani Hernandez uh, he's, he's, a, he's a kid that you know, Wrestled at Peru Moved away, then came back um, His mom was in Campo Was close to migrate. grade um, he's, he's a 10th okay. I asked him if he wrestled Varsity for Peru last year at all He said he didn't And I don't know if he Went through the whole year, but I, I, he's a big kid, played a lot of football this year. You're listening to 92.7 somebody who, FM, you know, WZBD Radio, Radio somebody burn, who's got some Decatur, wrestling
1: experience. and experience. You know, it. having too many big guys up in the top of the... The Society room, for the concept, Preservation the goal, of the Great American ...in the past years. I mean, scrounging, scrounging to get some heavy guys. If you get two, three heavier guys up there from 220 and heavyweight, that's something the Belmont room needs to help strengthen that. Yeah, burner. they've definitely been short for the last five, six years where they've only had two
0: options. And it Mm -hmm. was which one's going to be which. And that's it. So those guys being able to wrestle with each other, I think is a, is a, is a nice plus. Cole Mendez is another guy who's had some varsity experience. Um, You know, I think he's going to be a guy you go to Goshen and wrestle 10 times in two days. He's going to get three matches and they're going to be able to get him some opportunity. He wrestled against you guys varsity. I think it was last year.
5: The Botkins kid. Botkins right
0: right now is not out for the team. Okay. So he suffered an injury in football. Um, I know broke his collarbone. Played he'd, like he'd the have last
5: been in that what eighty two ish area. No, he was he, he wrestled two twenty last okay. year. Yeah. So they
0: were they were kind of pegging some hopes of heavyweight on him,
1: but yeah. uh, he's not out for the team. Come to find out that he played the last three ga- games with a no. That was that was Velez. Velez played the last three games with a broken well, collarbone. Now
0: the coaches have been on uh, Velez about coming out yeah, he, he's, he's a big kid he might be a a, a worm type difference maker he's but mean he hasn't he, <laughs> he hasn't crossed that threshold yet he's still got that round ball in his head but uh another kid that's out for the wrestling team that's only been wrestling for two years is grady baker yeah i um, knew that one and so um i was talking to his mom earlier today she was asking about the show and i told her hey, you've got a lot of things to learn about what what wrestling's like because she comes from a, a basketball family, but. Uh, Grady's a good kid, and I think somebody who has sort of embraced the idea of being on the wrestling team and, and what that sounds like and, and what it looks like and, and, and has enjoyed learning
1: about the sport rather than just sort of being, oh, well, I guess I'm on the team now. You know, I talked to her in the back of church the other day, and and uh, you know, she was a Johnson, and she had a brother that wrestled you know, back in the day. There were some Johnson boys that wrestled back in the day, and she said, it's going to be all new for us. We're used to basketball, and I said, I tell you what, the wrestling family—they're a little bit twisted up. <laughs> they were, they're wound a little bit different. I said, you, "I said it's crazy time, but it's—it's it's a well, good time." I had time. to tell
0: her. She said, "You mean people can come to that show?"
1: I said, "Yes, <laughs> you can come to the if show. You're 21."
0: <laughs> but the the other thing that I like about this Belmont team is that there are a lot of experienced coming, freshmen and ones that have uh, wrestled some. Um, talking about uh, Landon Rich, Xavier Palacios. Um, Parker Freitas, Ben Vinegar is another one who has uh, a decent amount of wrestling experience, and it's always fun to get one of those classes where you have six, seven, eight guys who really bond together, and you know that two, three years down the road, they're going to have a really good team.
1: So uh, what else do you have uh, going on for your wrestling program, Tony, that uh, you're trying to do new, different, exciting things, the different teams that maybe bring in. I know Coach Myers is having an event, trying to be outside. You looked at anything. Uh, I know that sometimes well, – you, you were there,
0: right, new, at, at New Haven
1: in July? Yes. Yeah. yeah what, what, were your, what
0: were your takeaways from that? I was there for a little bit.
5: It was nice. The only, the only concern we had was when the sun went down, and the temperature dropped, the mats got real slick. There was a mm-hmm. lot of condensation on the mats. So uh, Coach Lynn was – Kind of talking some different options, and it was it was a really nice setup, cool cool environment. It just got really slick.
1: Yeah, the um, conversation just grew. Yep, yeah,
5: about that second second third round, it, kids were slipping and started to worry about uh, the health of the kids.
0: Um, so let's roll back. What, what did you do this summer? I I mean, yeah, I know what you did this summer, yeah. but tell us what what you did this summer.
5: Sure. So w- we we hit it pretty hard through june um up until moratorium and then after moratorium most of those kids switch into football mode so we hit a couple summer events we hit the uh new haven summer duels we hit the Jay county summer duels and then we did the disney uh duels again this year that's our second second trip down there so um that, that's a, a good experience what's your what's
0: your takeaway on Disney. I know you guys have done yeah. it a couple times. I know you've gotten a lot of community support from yep. a lot of different local businesses, and it is a big undertaking. There's it's a commitment. money involved, and there's... there's it's a
5: commitment. Um, first year, I mean, you're talking, if you do it cheap, ten grand. If you, if you do a few extras, fifteen grand for the trip. So when when we first considered doing it, I brought the, the seniors in, which at that time was... Uh, Alex Blake and uh, Evan McAfee, and I'm like, are you guys in? That was from their junior going into their senior season, and I said, if you're in, everybody else will be in. If you guys aren't, you know, we're going to lose them, and they all said they were in. All the other kids followed along, so we basically practiced uh, a couple days, you know, all summer long leading into that, and it is a commitment because I tell them kids, we're not just going to, you know, drive down to Florida and have a vacation, and we're there to... Um, Participate, get better, and compete. So um, that has been a a positive thing for our program the last couple years, and uh, the kids look forward to to that.
1: No, I I work with uh, Caden Funk's dad at BAE, and he works third. I work first when I come walking in. He's walking out. I stop and talk to him Mm -hmm. and ask him how he's been doing. And his son was one of those kids that you know, because your son was there, he bumped (laughs) up to 60, and he was a light 60 pounder and had an incredibly successful season. You know, and if he gets into his own weight class, um, we'll be. a force and then he, he said that he went down and really had some great experience Then I wrestled some tough kids, yep. got beat by a couple of really good kids in some close matches and thought yep. he really grew from it.
5: So the, the kind of the cool thing about the Disney duels, now I'll circle back to Funk here in a minute, the cool thing about the Disney duels is we're in um, Community 2 division which is a small school division and there are a handful of teams that are just loaded top to bottom and they're going to finish in the top of the pack. You wrestle one or two of them teams and then you wrestle a couple teams that you you, you can you, you beat. And then the rest of the dual meets are all competitive. And every team down there has a handful of semi-state, state-level guys. So every kid that we take down there is getting multiple matches against quality opponents. Um, Funk wrestled the, the Searcy kid from uh, East Central down there and, and had a nice match with that kid. That kid ended up winning, but it was a... a a lot of growth for Caden in that match. And you talked about earlier weighing two kids in at the same weight class. Funk and Alex has, have weighed the same the last couple years. So Caden has always kind of bumped up a weight class from where he is. So I'm, I'm real excited to see him at his, his natural weight where he should be. And the kid was in the ticket round last year at a weight class – really above where he should have been.
1: Yeah, because he he wasn't even a big 52-pounder, really. No, he
5: probably could have been a 45-er. Yeah. He probably could have been a 45-er. Um, He was 52 all day long, all day long. And this year, we're trying to decide between 45 and 52 for that kid. So probably 52, probably 52.
0: So talking about some of your big-time returners, what kind of uh, weight plan does – does a guy like Logan or Gavin have for this year? What are they shooting for?
5: <laughs> yeah, so the, the hard part is those kids coming off that football field, f- we basically got a very short period of time where we got to get some pounds off, get them fat tested, and their weight management program starts. So some of those kids you can't have big weight cuts. Um, Cook is probably going to be 32 this year. He's pretty,
1: he's pretty lean right now. Yeah. He looks lean.
5: Allman's probably going to be my 38-er. Um, that could change, but that's most likely where those two kids are. Now, the one
1: name be. that we, we, we've
0: we avoided the entire night and we need to talk about is Maverick, uh, your freshman. Yeah, Matt Duball. What, what kind of weight is he going to be this year? And tell us a little bit about him.
5: Yeah, so Maverick is is a kid that you talk about wrestling, summer events, wrestling tournaments, preseason stuff. That kid wrestles everywhere. And the kid, as a eighth-grader incoming freshman down there at the Disney Duels, Held his own, and the kid did a great job. And you know, sometimes you're not quite sure what you're going to have as a as an eighth grader coming in. But when you see him wrestling against that varsity competition and see see his mat awareness, his mat savvy, the kid's got the potential to be a, a really strong wrestler for us. He's looking at a 120 pound weight class this year.
0: Okay, so he slots in below Cook and uh, and Alman, right, right. Yeah, and I, I, I think you guys are going to have a pretty solid lineup from uh, t- waist, from top to bottom.
5: Yeah, upper weights, we got three kids that all weigh the same, and I told them one of you is eighty two, one of you is ninety five, and one of
1: you is two twenty. You figure it out. <laughs> yeah.
5: So I think we kind of know who's going what there, um, but two of them are still playing football, so we'll see. Um, some weight classes, they're they're going to be wide open, and we're, you know, I got a good group of freshmen coming in these kids have been in our club from kindergarten first grade i got a bunch of freshmen that know how to wrestle i don't know how many of them are gonna crack that lineup because we have a pretty strong varsity lineup uh, maybe we, Mav mavel crack that lineup but other than that maybe another one freshman maybe um and, and i got some nice kids That'll be on JV. I got some nice competitive kids that that'll they'll wrestle some JV this now year. Now you
1: have your athletic director sitting here next to you. Do you have some junior some uh, JV matches and tournaments and stuff lined in to get those kids kind of wrestled in pretty well?
5: We do. Jeff found me what two of them here recently, and we're still looking. Um, I would love to do a varsity two. You know, like send a team because I think I think we would be really, opp-
0: opportunities we're, out. There. We're
5: really close to filling a, a varsity two team. My problem is. I, can't, I don't want to commit to it not knowing where some of these guys are going to land. Yeah. And, and if, I, if I'd have them right now and I knew where we were going to land, it would be a little bit easier to jump into a varsity two type event. But I don't want all those football, all those freshmen to come in and they all weigh 145. You know, like if I can spread them guys out and we can fill you know, 10, 10, 11 weight classes, now we're talking like we could potentially get into – Uh, in the vent or two that way. Well,
1: you talk about some of those upper-weight coming off the football field. If you got one guy that's all in a room and he's been working out and he's starting to cut a little bit of weight or he's just just getting into shape, some of them guys come on the football field and said, you know what? I don't feel like cutting any weight this year. I'm feeling pretty good right now. I'm going to be the big guy.
5: Yeah. So, you know, we had that talk with one of our kids that uh, in the years past has struggled with his weight and he is really only about... Maybe four pounds from the weight class. I want him just walking around, and I'm like, buddy, that's where feel strong, healthy, hydrated, eating, and the kid's gonna be a handful either weight class. So uh, I think I think I think we figured that one out.
0: Coach, do you have any changes to your coaching staff this year?
5: Um, assistants this year, uh, once again, Bobby Perry and Ryan Landis. Coach Doug Schultz according to Greta is going to be retired, but he'll never, he'll never leave. (laughs) He'll be in the gym. (laughs) He's, he's, he's just a guy that's always around. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I got Logan Mosier as a, uh, assistant Parker Bates. When he comes back from, uh, school will help us out. Kyle Thomas helps with some of our big boys. Um, trying to get my son, Alex back. Some.
0: how's school going for him?
5: Good. He's done by like one thirty, two o'clock every day. So I said an hour drive does he, is good. Does he, does
0: he miss the regular athletics part of it?
5: Yeah, he's still he's still working on something down there. So we'll see. Um, so he's still working out. He he's got something he's trying to do. So um, good for him. We'll, we'll see. But yeah, I've been I got him a coach's shirt and I text him a picture of it and he's like, ask Coach Curry to you. So <laughs>
1: Well, you know, Johnny Johnny hammond has got two of his sons on a football yeah, team yeah. as a coaching assistant. So you know, uh,
5: them guys like like Alex, he's been in that wrestling room forever. So, you know, wrestling is a young man's sport. I need those guys to come back and, and wrestle with those kids on the team. I'm too old. I'm too fat. I'm too out of shape. I can't push those kids like they need pushed to get to the level they want to get to. So... That's where Logan Mosier comes in. That's where Parker Bates comes in. That's and I where think that's something Alex that
0: comes th- in. People who Logan. maybe never, never wrestled or maybe aren't totally familiar with what that looks like, they don't realize that aspect of it. You think about, and I don't want to throw any sport under the bus, but let's throw basketball under the bus because <laughs> uh, none of the basketball fans are listening. You know, a basketball team's got three coaches, and they've got the head coach, and they've got the guy who's running the drills, and they've got another guy who's big picture strategy guy, but like basketball teams don 't need guys to post up against right. or guys who will put a hand in your face like they 've got that 's what the other players of the team are for people don 't realize how many guys it takes if you 've got thirty guys in your room, you need five guys who are willing to come in for two and a half hours and some in some cases get the crap beat out of them yeah. as a as a favor to you as a coach and they they 're they're, they're basically dummies in, yeah. in, a, in a lot of ways that are just there to to sort of go through the motions and be there and that can't always be you
5: no it can't and, and a couple years ago alex ah, probably about his junior sophomore going into junior year that kid you know developed and, and matured and the kid was quicker than snot. And I, like i can't i couldn't push him like i used to um <laughs> try to grab a hold of blake hirely and try to push that kid around <laughs> try to Try to grab a zach worm and push that kid around keegan bloom is is one of the strongest kids out there. Um, Trevor's hit the weight room hard, and, and we're just looking at a picture from him last year to this year it has physically matured. Um, you have to have young, strong, talented guys pushing him because old guys like me can't do it anymore um, yeah it's for it's,
0: for coach myers he it, um, guys like. Kyle Lawson and Billy Baker. Yeah, they're coming in,
1: and they're coming in for. They just put the shoes on. For contact. They, they strap yep.
5: them on every day and just get to work, and and that's that's their role. And
1: one of our biggest fans, uh, Doug Hammond, will tell you that uh, Keegan Bloom gets all of his wrestling ability from him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, on the flip side, we've had some really good conversations with uh, Coach Myers about Paul Baker and his role. We've had good conversations with Jesse for years about the role that Barry Humble plays. Who on your staff sort of fills that that spiritual, motivational um, role instead of that just sort of physical sweat, blood, and tears role?
5: Yeah, Doug Schultz, he's a guy that sees a lot. He's been around forever, and if, you know, Schultz is a good guy and he'll tell you, you know, if we're lacking something – and he's a guy that has invested so much into Adam Central Wrestling. I think he was coaching when I was wrestling, and, and he just hasn't gone away. And so he sees a lot of stuff, um, and he's still helping at our club level. Um, he's he's got a grandson coming through the club now, so hopefully he'll stick around for another, you know, and keep in mind plus
1: I refereed his matches when he's in junior high. So. Yeah.
5: but Schultz is a he's 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 unique in the sense. He would still put the shoes on every day, and he would bang with Hirely, and he would bang with Worm, and and I don't know how the guy does it. I don't know how he does it, but
1: it, it's 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 not like when you were twenty again, is it? He,
5: but he does it. I mean, he'll he'll walk in and just do don't do you
0: find that unique about our sport, <laughs> and that that's that that doesn't happen in other in other sports. Yeah, that that sort of of uh, 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 being on the same playing field. No matter where it is, whether it's on a field or a court or on a mat. And
5: I think that's why, like, over the years you you develop relationships with those kids and, and, and you celebrate their successes because you know how hard they've worked. I mean, you're, you're, you're going, you know, hand-to-hand combat with them on the mat, takedown for takedown. You know, back years ago, you know, I used to wrestle Dusty Mitchell every day. I used to wrestle... Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> talk about uh, men yeah
5: that that kid was a big strong kid uh trey schultz and uh zeke schultz and jared schwartz and those are the kids like when i was younger get on the mat every day and and wrestle and when you would see their success you know y- you were you were as excited for them as as uh as they were sometimes well
1: i i used to go into the belmont room for a while and i remember the last time i was in there i, I jumped in a circle with mick freak and We went out a little bit, and I walked off and realized, he doesn't have to go to work tomorrow morning. (laughs) I do. And that's when I decided, you know, that's enough of that because you can get hurt real easy. and Your boss doesn't like it when you're broken leg or something like that because you was messing around in the restroom when you didn't belong there.
5: You know, I think over the years, like when I started to feel like I was losing a step here and there, it's when when you transition to that head coaching role. Because when I was the assistant, Schultz was in charge. And so – He was in charge of the game plan, the practice plan, you know, conditioning, all that stuff. I just came in, put the shoes on, and and, and practiced with the kids. But then when you have those other responsibilities, now I'm worried about the weight management plans, the practice plans, talking to the athletic director about the schedule, about transportation, about this, about that, about whatever. So then you lose some of that that physical day-to-day work. So when I started changing some of those responsibilities is when I noticed, like, hey, man, that, that's where I have to have those young kids in here to help.
0: How much, uh, how much do you throw on Phil Arnold's back? What, <laughs> Phil, what, what, what does he do for you that so, allows you to do other things? Yeah, yeah. Phil
5: is a, he is a behind-the-scenes un, un, unsung hero because he runs our Facebook account. He runs our uh, uh, websites. Anything stats-related, he does all our stats for all our matches. He does uh, our tournament, runs our tournaments. Um, anything we need Phil to do from a technology standpoint, he is on it. And the tournament you guys don't like about, about the <laughs> – Oh, okay. we're just giving so, you a so, hard time. So, no, no, no. <laughs> Let me tell you the story. I'm like, hey, Phil, this is He's what – He's got we, his own
0: software for yeah you.
5: Yeah, he did. So this is, I'm like, hey, this is kind of what we're thinking about. Can you go find a software? Like we use the one system. I'm like, hey, can you find a, a setup in there? Couple weeks go by, and he's like, Hey, I think I got it. I'm like, Okay, which one are you using? He's like, I wrote it. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, What? He's like, No, I wrote it. So, uh, and he's tweaked it over the years to where it prints the bout cards, prints the brackets, prints the results. And uh, he wrote the software program that we use for that tournament.
1: I have a job title that you can give him now. <laughs> Grant Mosier has one for Lock Tang. It's the DOFO, director of football operations. You can be the Dowo. Yeah. He's the director of wrestling operations. He's yeah. the Dowo.
5: Phil's a good guy, and I'm, I'm telling you, he's been there. I know Jeff, he was probably there when you wrestled, and he was there when I wrestled, and... He, he's one he of those One up. of those
0: guys that that doesn't ask for anything. Nope. And I, you never have to ask him, Hey, are you gonna be nope. back next year? I give him a, a, he's gonna a sweatshirt
5: or a T shirt at the beginning of the year and that's about it. <laughs> and any time we're at the ACAC tournament, sectional tournament, anytime there's like a team score related I look at Phil. If he gives me the thumbs up, I know we're good. If he's like, eh, you know, then then he gives me the lowdown of what we need to do to to win the tournament. So he's got he's he's been around so many wrestling matches over the years. He is one of a kind, and uh, you know I hope he stays with us as long as I'm there.
1: Well, guys, I I, I know we like to sit and talk wrestling, but I think we're going to cut it short to let Steve off the break off the hook and. I've got to go do some car maintenance with my son yet tonight on a certain drive do. But, the deal. Uh, but uh, we appreciate everybody coming in. I'd like to thank our, our huge crowd out here that uh, is here to cheer us on. And uh, once again, uh, I do have some shirts, so if you don't get onto the website, uh, I'll bring them with me so you can actually uh, step up and buy one here and don't have to go online and order it. But uh, with that, I'd like to thank everybody, and we're going to wrap the podcast up and look for that probably on yeah, I'd say Monday afternoon or Tuesday morning.
0: Yeah, and tune in to us on Thursday if you don't make it down to Madison Street Plaza. And, of course, tune in to us on Friday for the Adams Central game against Carroll.